Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Revelation to the angel of the church in Smyrna write this. The first and the last, who once died but came to life, says this, I know your tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. I know the slander of those who claim to be Jews and are not, but rather are members of the assembly of Satan. Do not be afraid of anything that you are going to suffer. Indeed, the devil will throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and you will face an ordeal for ten days. Remain faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. Whoever has ears ought to hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The victor shall not be harmed by the second death. The word of the Lord. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Be my rock of refuge, a stronghold to give me safety. You are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you will lead and guide me into your hands I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, O faithful God. I will rejoice and be glad because of your mercy. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your kindness. The Lord be with you. The reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If the world hates you, Realize that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, the world would love its own. But because you do not belong to the world, and I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you. No slave is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. And they will do all these things to you on account of my name because they do not know the one who sent me, the gospel of the Lord. For 86 years, I've served Jesus Christ, and he has never abandoned me. How could I curse my blessed King and Savior? That is what the 86-year-old Polycarp said around the year 155 AD, after being threatened with torture and death. His crime, he refused to offer sacrifice to the pagan gods. Our Catholic Church is apostolic. We profess that every Sunday when we recite the Nicene Creed at Mass. That means the Church is organized essentially the way one finds in Scripture, in the Acts of the Apostles. Today, just as then, the Church has Bishops, priests, and deacons set aside and appointed by successors of the apostles to rule and guide the church. St. Polycarp is what we call an apostolic father, for he interfaced with the actual apostles and others who had seen Jesus. Polycarp, then, is an important historical link to those early eyewitnesses of Christ. St. Irenaeus, who died in 202 AD, a disciple of Polycarp, wrote that Polycarp was a disciple of John the Apostle. 
the young man who stood at the foot of the cross. St. Jerome, who died in 420 AD, wrote that John himself consecrated Polycarp, Bishop of Smyrna, a port city on the west coast of modern-day Turkey. A couple years back, the Bishop of Joliet, Illinois, made the claim that, well, we were not sure if Christ intended to start a church or not. How sad that a Catholic bishop, a successor to the apostles, would spout such nonsense. If Christ didn't start a church, how can this man from Joliet call himself a bishop? Christ indeed started a church, one holy, Catholic, and apostolic. It is a sacred building with apostles as the foundation, and Peter, the rock, is the point man. Now, before all the apostles were even dead, heresy started in the church. Pride started factions that vied for power. The battle for orthodoxy was on from the beginning, a deadly battle for the truth. Deadly? Well, yes, some things are worth dying for. The truth is worth dying for. Polycarp did battle with heretics that preached a different gospel than the one handed down by the apostles. Because of his connection to the apostle John, Polycarp had massive credibility. And he used this to hammer away at the prideful types who refused to humbly submit to the authority of the apostles. Polycarp was supposed to be burned alive, but witnesses reported that the flame became like a a ship's sail swelling in the wind, like a dome encircling Polycarp's body. Surrounded by the fire, his body was like baked bread or gold in a a white-hot furnace. So it was not like burnt Flesh, No, instead, a a sweet fragrance, like burning incense, rose through the air. Polycarp's executioners ended up stabbing him to death. His body was then burned, and his followers snuck back later and gathered up the bones for veneration. The date was February 23rd, and this was the start of collecting relics of, of holy people. The relics keep it real. They are a reminder that the real church that Christ started is made up of real people with real bodies who lived in real time. My friends, we are real people with real bodies living in a time of insanity. We are living in a world that is so far gone that after losing all sense of sin, It has now lost its mind. And so we are called to battle for the truth. And the battle is becoming deadly. Deadly? Yes. Some things like the way, the truth, and the life are worth dying for. So be brave and understand Jesus Christ will never abandon the church he started. And he will never abandon you. May you then never curse your blessed King and Savior.